HM Healthcare Admin and Programs Management Comprehensive Audio Study Guide Copyright Navy BMR.com Decedent Affairs 1. A claim for payment or reimbursement of memorial services expenses are allowed only if presented within how many years after notification to the primary next of kin of the date of death. 2. Memorial services expenses, as defined in paragraph 1-4G, are allowable for non-recovered eligible deceased naval personnel whose determination of death is on or after 1st of January 1961. A claim for payment or reimbursement may be allowed only if presented within two years after notification to the PNOK of the date of death. For adjudication and payment, the PNOK should submit receipted invoices or a certified claim, original, and four copies to the OMA-NA Appendix Foxtrot in whose area the memorial services were held. 2. A claim for payment or reimbursement of memorial services expenses is authorized for the actual cost or an amount not to exceed what amount? $1,180. Payment or reimbursement is authorized for the actual cost or an amount not to exceed $1,180, whichever is the lesser. 3. All anatomical portions of human remains recovered from the scene of a disaster subsequent to release of principal remains to the primary next of kin will be reported to Comnav Medcom by which message precedence? Priority. All anatomical portions of human remains recovered from the scene of a disaster subsequent to release of principal remains to the PNOK will be reported to Comnav Medcom by priority message. 4. All remains should be inspected in accordance with what series after preparation of remains but prior to shipment. OPNAV Instruction 5360.1 After preparation of remains but prior to shipment, all remains should be inspected in accordance with OPNAV Instruction 5360.1 series. The decedent affairs officer or designated official is responsible for coordinating transportation arrangements for the remains with the local Navy Personnel Transportation Office or SATO Travel Office. 5. Annual contracts are awarded to funeral directors serving the local area of activities anticipating how many or more deaths per year. 3. Annual contracts are awarded to funeral directors serving the local area of activities anticipating three or more deaths per year. 6. Approximately how many days are required for adjudicating and paying funeral and or interment expense claims? 30. Due to the time required in adjudicating and paying claims, approximately 30 days, it should be explained to the PNOK that the claim may be made payable to the funeral home. Explain that it should be completed at the earliest convenient time and mailed with a copy of the funeral home invoice to the activity indicated on the form or to the OMA-NH servicing the area in which interment is made. 7. A primary next-of-kin or secondary next-of-kin originated request for a stopover for funeral services or any other legitimate reason may be allowed for no longer than how many hours at the stopover point. 72. A PNOK or SNOK originated request for a stopover for funeral services or any other legitimate reason may be allowed provided responsible PNOK agrees to defray all expenses incurred at the stopover point, including the cost of transfer of remains from and return to the commercial carrier terminal. A period not in excess of 72 hours may be allowed at the stopover point. 
The escort will accompany remains from the point of origin to the stopover point, thence to the place of interment. 8. As soon as cremains are received by the shore facility or casketed remains arrive at the funeral home near the port of embarkation, the OMA-NH servicing the area will contact the primary next of kin not less than once every how many weeks to reaffirm the schedule of events. 3. Contact the PNOK not less than once every three weeks to reaffirm the schedule of events. 9. At-sea dispositions should be conducted following the provisions of which U.S. Navy Regulations Articles 1089-1094. The CNO has concurred in the continued coordination required to accomplish burials at sea during peacetime. In a war or major military operation, the area commander makes at-sea disposition determinations when it becomes necessary to suspend the current death program. Conduct at-sea dispositions following the provisions of Articles 1089-1094 of U.S. Navy Regulations. 10. Authorized Decedent Affairs Program expenses are chargeable to the special open allotment held by what? BUMED. Authorized Decedent Affairs Program expenses are chargeable to the special open allotment held by BUMED. These items include primary, transportation, and secondary expenses. In circumstances involving reimbursable transactions, costs may also be initially charged to the open allotment subject to reimbursement. The allotment may be charged by any Navy or Marine Corps activity assigned procurement or payment responsibility. Army and Air Force activities may charge the allotment when arranging for authorized supplies and services at the request of a naval activity. 11. By what message precedents should personnel casualty reports be sent? Priority. Personnel casualty reports should be sent by priority message. 12. CACOs are assigned for a period of 90 days to how many months, depending on the needs of the families. 9. CACOs are assigned for a period of 90 days to 9 months, depending on the needs of the families. 13. Charges for services of civilian pathologists are properly payable from medical department funds for aircraft accident victims as specified in which instruction? Bumet Instruction 6510.6 Bravo. As specified in Bumet Instruction 6510.6 Bravo, Notal, charges for services of civilian pathologists are properly payable from medical department funds for aircraft accident victims. Bills covering professional fees should be submitted for settlement to Comnav Medcom, Medcom 332, via the Naval Activity Ordering the Services. 14. Chronologically numbered progress reports, MED 5360-6, will be dispatched at 24-hour intervals when search, recovery, and identification operations continue for more than how many hours after a disaster. 36. When search, recovery, and identification operations continue for more than 36 hours after a disaster, chronologically numbered progress reports, MED 5360-6, Search, Recovery, and Identification Operations Progress and or Unusual Identification Problems will be dispatched at 24-hour intervals. Include all factual details incident to the operation since last report. 15. Chronological progress reports should be dispatched every 24 hours to BUMED and Navy Casualty Office with the appropriate information addressees directed by OPNAV Instruction 5360.1 series when search, recovery, and identification operations continue for more than how many hours? 36. 
When search recovery and identification operations continue for more than 36 hours, chronological progress reports should be dispatched every 24 hours to BUMED and Navy Casualty Office with the appropriate information addressees directed by OPNAV Instruction 5360.1 series. 16. Commanding officers of ships designated to conduct at-sea dispositions will, within 24 hours after committal, send a message to the primary next of kin giving the date and time of committal and indicating that details and photographs of the ceremony, as appropriate, will be forwarded within how many working days or as soon as practicable. 10. Commanding officers of ships designated to conduct at-sea dispositions will, within 24 hours after committal, send a message to the PNOK giving the date and time of committal and indicating that details and photographs of the ceremony as appropriate will be forwarded within the next 10 working days or as soon as practicable thereafter. 17. Committals at sea of casketed remains should be conducted at a depth greater than how many fathoms? 100. 18. Cremains of military personnel will be hand-carried in a suitable container by the escort. The escort may be authorized how many pounds of additional baggage allowance as a DAP expense. 10. Cremains of military personnel will be hand-carried in a suitable container by the escort. The escort may be authorized 10 pounds additional baggage allowance as a DAP expense. When an escort is not authorized, cremains will be transported by registered mail, preferred method, air, or surface transportation to designated consignee. 19. Disposition at sea of cremains from a naval ship or aircraft will not be performed less than how many miles from the nearest land. 3. Disposition at sea of cremains from a naval ship or aircraft will not be performed less than 3 miles from the nearest land. 20. How many classifications of national cemeteries are there? 3. There are three classifications of national cemeteries open, active cemeteries with grave spaces available, closed, inactive cemeteries without grave spaces available, new, inactive cemeteries planned but not yet opened. 21. How many copies of the DD-2064 Certificate of Death Overseas must accompany the remains inside the transfer case when remains are transferred to another overseas activity or to a POE in the United States? 3. When remains are transferred to another overseas activity or to a POE in the United States, three signed copies of the DD-2064 Certificate of Death Overseas must accompany the remains inside the transfer case. Failure to include the certificate of death may cause a serious delay in the arrival of remains at the final destination and result in complaints from the family. 22. How many copies of the DD-2064 Certificate of Death Overseas will be prepared when remains are prepared outside the 48 contiguous United States and will accompany the remains when transferred to any other activity? 3. When remains are prepared outside the 48 contiguous United States, Three copies of DD-2064 Certificate of Death Overseas and two copies of the DD-565 Statement of Recognition of Deceased and all other required identification documents will accompany remains transferred to any other activity. 23. How many copies of the DD-565 Statement of Recognition of Deceased will be prepared when remains are prepared outside the 48 contiguous United States and will accompany the remains when transferred to any other activity. 2. When remains are prepared outside the 48 contiguous United States, 
three copies of DD-2064, Certificate of Death Overseas, and two copies of the DD-565, Statement of Recognition of Deceased, and all other required identification documents will accompany remains transferred to any other activity. 24. How many days of per diem are authorized for necessary travel time when relatives reside within the 48 contiguous United States? 2. When relatives reside within the 48 contiguous United States, a maximum of two days per diem is authorized for necessary travel time. Per diem in excess of two days may be authorized to accommodate the time necessary to perform travel from outside the United States, Puerto Rico, or possessions of the United States. Per diem is at the flat rate of $50 per day for travel within the United States. 25. How many DD-565s, Statement of Recognition of Deceased, signed by different individuals, must commanding officers in overseas areas ensure are sent to the Overseas Processing Mortuary? 2. In overseas areas, commanding officers will ensure that two DD-565s, Statement of Recognition of Deceased, signed by different individuals, medical and dental records, and x-rays accompany remains, preferably in the transfer case, to the overseas processing mortuary. Attach a legible, waterproof tag to each remains, showing name, grade, or rate, and social security number of the deceased. 26. How many different ways are national cemeteries classified? 3. National cemeteries are classified as 1. Open, active, those currently having grave spaces available, 2. Closed, inactive, available, those not having grave spaces, 3. New, inactive, those planned but not yet opened. 27. How many escorts are authorized for each deceased individual using Decedent Affairs Program funding? 1. As a mark of respect and an indication of the Naval Service's desire to be of help to the PNOK and SNOK, Escorts will be provided, per this chapter, to accompany remains and hand-carry cremains of deceased members to assure prompt and safe delivery. Only one escort for each deceased individual is authorized using Decedent Affairs Program funding. However, more than one may be assigned if not used concurrently. 28. How many escorts are authorized to accompany remains or cremains of each military member? 1. One escort is authorized to accompany remains or cremains of each military member. Escorts are authorized round-trip common carrier transportation, one-way first class when necessary, to destination and return to place designated in orders. Escort duty performed in a duty status is on a per diem basis. 29. How many escorts, when authorized, will be provided for each remains, including cremains? 1. One escort, when authorized, will be provided for each remains, including cremains. Transportation and prescribed allowances are authorized to the place designated by the PNOK or other person authorized to direct disposition and return as directed in orders. Upon arrival at destination, escorts will determine whether the person authorized to direct disposition desires the escort's presence to attend the services. When given a negative response, escorts will proceed as soon as possible to the place designated in their orders. 30. How many holes, at a minimum, must be drilled in the casket for at-sea dispositions? 20. Drill a minimum of 20 2-inch holes in the casket, 8 in the base, 4 in each lid for double-lid caskets or in the lid of a single casket, and 2 in each end. 
Devise local methods through the use of porous materials, example cloth, paper, cardboard, tape, etc., to preclude visibility of remains through drilled holes. 31. How many or more deaths per year must be anticipated for annual contracts to be awarded to funeral directors by naval activities within the 48 contiguous United States? 10. Annual contracts may be awarded by naval activities within the 48 contiguous United States that anticipate a volume of 10 or more deaths per year. 32. How many programs exist to provide for transportation to the burial site of relatives of the deceased? 2. Two separate and distinct programs exist to provide for transportation to the burial site of relatives of the deceased. When authorized under both programs, offer the PNOK the opportunity to select the option that most nearly meets the needs of the family. 33. If a stopover for funeral services en route to final destination is authorized, the escort is allowed a stopover time not to exceed how many hours at the stopover point in addition to the stopover time authorized. 72. After arrival of remains at destination, the escort is allowed a stopover of up to 72 hours for the purpose of attending funeral services if desired by the PNOK. Upon request of the PNOK, escorts may request an extension if the funeral services are not held within the allotted 72-hour period. 34. If the primary next of kin desires to make arrangements for disposition of remains in an area where an armed forces contract or mortuary was not available, rather than use Department of Defense services, or they have completed arrangements before DOD services are offered, the actual cost or an amount not to exceed what amount, whichever is lesser, can be paid out, $750. In an area where an armed forces contract or mortuary was not available, the actual cost or an amount not to exceed $750, effective 1st July 1980, whichever is the lesser. 35. Inside dimensions will not be less than how many inches in length for the oversized casket, 81 inches. Inside dimensions will not be less than 81 inches in length, measured from the inner surfaces of the end panels, and 25 inches in width, measured between the inner surfaces of the side panels. 36. Inside dimensions will not be less than how many inches in length for the standard size casket, 78 inches. 37. Parents include step-parents, parents by adoption, or former step-parents who stood in loco parentis to the member at any time for a continuous period of at least how many years before the member attained 21 years of age. 5. Deceased members' parents, if there are no dependents meeting the eligibility criteria in paragraphs 16-6b1a through d above. Parents include step-parents, parents by adoption, or former step-parents who stood in loco parentis to the member at any time for a continuous period of at least five years before the member attained 21 years of age. 38. Placing weights in the foot end of the casket may be necessary to assure rapid, feet-first submersion for at-sea dispositions if the casket and remains weigh less than how many pounds? 300. When appropriate, place weights in the foot end of the casket to assure rapid, feet-first submersion. Such weighting may be necessary only in those instances when casket and remains together weigh less than 300 pounds. 39. Rail transportation, except which type, is authorized from point of origin to destination or as part of a combination of methods used in expeditious return of eligible deceased personnel to their primary next of kin. 
rail as freight. Rail transportation, except rail as freight, is authorized from point of origin to destination or as part of a combination of methods used in expeditious return of eligible deceased personnel to their PNOK. 40. Remains may be refrigerated for short periods pending arrival of a transportation vessel or arrival of the embalmer from a government mortuary. Which temperature range should the remains be kept at to minimize cellular deterioration? 36 to 40 degrees Fahrenheit. Remains may be refrigerated for short periods pending arrival of a transportation vessel or arrival of the embalmer from a government mortuary. To minimize cellular deterioration, remains should be refrigerated above the freezing point, 36 degrees to 40 degrees Fahrenheit, or 2.2 degrees to 4.4 degrees centigrade. 41. Remains may be refrigerated for short periods pending arrival of a transportation vessel or arrival of the government embalmer. To minimize cellular deterioration, remains should be refrigerated above the freezing point at 36 degrees to want temperature, 40 degrees Fahrenheit. Remains may be refrigerated for short periods pending arrival of a transportation vessel or arrival of the government embalmer. To minimize cellular deterioration, remains should be refrigerated above the freezing point at 36 degrees to 40 degrees Fahrenheit, 2.2 degrees to 4.4 degrees Celsius. 42. Round-trip transportation and, when appropriate, per diem to the place of interment is authorized for all eligible relatives unless the total time from departure to time of return can be performed with how many hours or less, in which case per diem is not payable. 10. Round-trip transportation and, when appropriate, per diem to the place of interment is authorized for all eligible relatives. Per diem is not payable when the burial site is in the local area as defined in joint federal travel regulations or the total time from departure to time of return can be performed within 10 hours or less. Military air transportation within the 48 contiguous United States is not authorized. 43. The commander of the NAVMEDCOM region, out of which the at-sea disposition will be accomplished, will provide message notification to COMNAVMEDCOM Washington, D.C., when delay in disposition is expected to extend beyond how many weeks from the date at sea disposition was approved. 10. The commander of the NAVMEDCOM region, out of which the at sea disposition will be accomplished, will provide message notification to COMNAVMEDCOM Washington, D.C., when delay in disposition is expected to extend beyond 10 weeks from the date at sea disposition was approved. 44. The term father or mother includes a step-parent or parent by adoption and any other person, including a former step-parent, who is stood in loco parentis to the member for a continuous period of not less than how many years during the minority of the member. 5. The term father or mother includes a step-parent or parent by adoption and any other person, including a former step-parent, who is stood in loco parentis to the member for a continuous period of not less than five years during the minority of the member. 45. The use of charter air taxi service may be authorized in coordination with Comnav Medcom under provisions of paragraph 304.010 of which publication when commercial air is not available to destination and the use of funeral vehicle or rail transportation would cause an undue delay in arrival at destination. NAVSUP Publication 444. The use of charter air taxi service may be authorized in coordination with COMNAVMEDCOM, MEDCOM-332, 
under provisions of paragraph 304.010, NAVSUP Publication 444, when commercial air is not available to destination and the use of funeral vehicle or rail transportation would cause an undue delay in arrival at destination. Commercial air may be supplemented by either funeral vehicle or rail. 46. Three signed copies of what form will accompany the remains to continental United States when death occurs outside the continental United States? DD 2064. A civil certificate of death must be obtained if a death occurs within one of the 50 United States or the District of Columbia. If a death occurs outside these areas, with the exception of Guam, a certificate of death overseas, DD 2064, should be prepared. This certificate is in addition to the civil certificate of death. However, the civil certificate of death is not required in all overseas areas. 47. Transportation of family members to and from burial sites of members who die while on active duty for a period of how many days or longer, and of all members being buried in a group, is authorized under a program administered by CMC and Comnav Milperscom. 30. Transportation of family members to and from burial sites of members who die while on active duty for a period of 30 days or longer, and of all members being buried in a group, is authorized under a program administered by CMC and Comnav Milperscom. 48. Under which program are the remains of the deceased shipped to a place designated by the primary next of kin for permanent disposition and ships the descendant's personal effects to the legal recipient? Current Death Program. This program provides professional mortuary services, supplies, and related services incident to care and disposition of remains of persons eligible for these services by specific statute. Under this program, remains are shipped to a place designated by the primary next of kin for permanent disposition and the decedent's personal effects are shipped to the legal recipient. Although not a part of the current death program, Round-trip transportation to the burial site is authorized for family members of deceased active duty members under a program administered by CMC and Comnav Milperscom. 49. Unmarried adult children of eligible individuals may be buried in any open national cemetery except Arlington if they were totally disabled, either physically or mentally, prior to attaining which age. 21. Unmarried adult children of eligible individuals may be buried in any open national cemetery except Arlington if they were totally disabled, either physically or mentally, prior to attaining the age of 21. 50. Up to what allowance amount is authorized towards secondary expenses actually incurred by the primary next of kin for eligible deceased personnel for burial in a national or other federal government cemetery? or committal at sea after being consigned to a funeral director selected by the primary next of kin on or after October 1, 1985, and until further notice, $1,180. On or after the 1st of October, 1985, and until further notification, actual cost or an amount not to exceed $1,180, whichever is the lesser. 51. Up to what allowance amount is authorized towards secondary expenses actually incurred by the primary next of kin for eligible deceased personnel for burial in a private cemetery on or after October 1, 1985 and until further notice? $1,750. On or after the 1st of October 1985 and until further notification, actual cost or an amount not to exceed $1,750, whichever is less.
52. Water provided to a company remains to ensure prompt, safe delivery, to show respect to the decedent, and as an indication of the Navy's desire to help the NOK. Escorts. Cremated remains, cremains, of active duty personnel will be hand-carried by an escort and transported using commercial air, rail, a funeral director's vehicle, or other appropriate vehicle. When an escort is not authorized, cremains may be transported by registered mail, preferred method, air or surface transportation to the PADD or to a specified individual designated by the PADD. 53. What instruction contains decedent affairs procedures? OPNAV Instruction 5360.1 For this reason, hospital corpsmen should have a working knowledge of decedent affairs procedures, which are outlined in OPNAV Instruction 5360.1 Series, Decedent Affairs Manual. 54. What is responsible for providing a flag for eligible veterans for disposition at sea? Veterans Administration The Veterans Administration is responsible for providing a flag for eligible veterans. A PNOK may obtain a flag by filing an application at any Veterans Administration regional office. 55. What is responsible for the procurement and provision of headstones or markers for any person buried in a national or post-cemetery? Eligible military members who died while on active duty and are buried in a non-government cemetery and any veteran who served in the military service and was honorably discharged. VA, Victor Alpha. The Veterans Administration has responsibility for the procurement and provision of headstones or markers for any person buried in a national or post-cemetery, eligible military members who died while on active duty and are buried in a non-government cemetery, and any veteran who served in the military service and was honorably discharged. Requests for headstones or markers for placement in private cemeteries or memorial markers for placement in private or national cemeteries should be submitted on VA 40-13-30, Application for Standard Government Headstone or Marker to the Monument Service, 42, Veterans Administration, 810, Vermont Avenue, Northwest, Washington, D.C., 20420, Appendix M. When remains are interred in a national cemetery, paragraph 14-3A is applicable. 56. What is the age of majority? 18. The age of majority is 18 years. The rights of minor children will be exercised by their surviving parent or legal guardian. 57. What is the form number of the Record of Identification Processing Dental Chart? DD-891. Prepare a legible dental chart or DD-891, Record of Identification Processing Dental Chart, carefully detailing restorations, missing, impacted, and malposed teeth. 58. What is the form number of the Request for Payment of Funeral and or Interment Expenses? DD-1375. Escorts for Navy members will hand-carry DD-1375, Request for Payment of Funeral and or Interment Expenses, Appendix G, to the PNOK. 59. What may be used for transfer of remains from the place of preparation to another local funeral home for local burial, or to a local cemetery, or to a common carrier terminal? Funeral Coach. A funeral coach, closed vehicle, provided by a funeral director, the following circumstances or other suitable may be used under A. For transfer of remains from the place of preparation to another local funeral home for local burial, or to a local cemetery, or to a common carrier terminal. 60. 
what monetary amount may be awarded for the recovery of remains or for information leading to recovery, $25 to $50. Reasonable costs of search for, recovery, and identification of remains are authorized. Search operations, unusual in scope or cost, should not be initiated without prior approval of ComNav MedCom. Rewards of $25 or $50 may be offered and paid for recovery of remains or for information leading to recovery. 61. What program combines the current death program and graves registration program? Concurrent return. The concurrent return program combines the current death program and graves registration program. The program provides for the search, recovery, and evacuation of remains to a processing point, identification and preparation of remains in a mortuary, and shipment for permanent disposition to a final destination designated by the PADD. The concurrent return program normally becomes operational when large numbers of military personnel are committed to a strategic area. Remains buried in temporary cemeteries under the GR program or in emergencies will normally be disinterred and evacuated under the concurrent return program if conditions and capabilities permit. 62. What program consists of search, recovery, identification, care, and disposition of the remains of deceased personnel for whom the Department of the Navy is responsible? Decedent Affairs The Navy's Decedent Affairs program consists of search, recovery, identification, care, and disposition of the remains of deceased personnel for whom the Department of the Navy is responsible. The Decedent Affairs program is considered a highly visible and extremely sensitive program. Arrangements for the burial of the deceased should be conducted in an expedient but dignified manner, and survivors of the deceased should be given the greatest possible amount of support and assistance. 63. What program provides for permanent disposition of remains of persons buried in temporary cemeteries who could not be evacuated under the concurrent return program? Return of Remains the Return of Remains program provides for permanent disposition of remains of persons buried in temporary cemeteries who could not be evacuated under the concurrent return program. 64. What program provides for the search, recovery, evacuation to a temporary cemetery or a mortuary, initial identification, disposition of personal effects found, and burial in the temporary cemeteries? Graves Registration the Graves Registration Program, GR or GRREG, provides for the search, recovery, evacuation to a temporary cemetery or a mortuary, initial identification, disposition of personal effects found, and burial in the temporary cemeteries. This program is only operational when authorized by the responsible commander during major military operations. When necessary, the GR program includes the establishment and maintenance of temporary burial sites. Detailed guidance on graves registration procedures are contained in the Mortuary Affairs Joint Operations 4-06-05-06 and Navy and Marine Corps Publication NAVMED Publication 5016-NAVMC-2509-Alpha Handling of Deceased Personnel in Theaters of Operation. 65. What program provides professional mortuary services, supplies, and related services incident to the care and disposition of remains of persons eligible for these services? Current Death Program The Current Death Program provides professional mortuary services, supplies, and related services incident to the care and disposition of remains of persons eligible for these services. 66. 
What publication states that when an aircrew member dies while serving as an aircrew member on a military aircraft, the medical officer will recommend to the CO that an autopsy be performed to determine the cause of death? NAVMED Publication 117 The Manual of the Medical Department, NAVMED Publication 117, states that when an aircrew member dies while serving as an aircrew member on a military aircraft, the medical officer will recommend to the CO that an autopsy be performed to determine the cause of death. The cause of death in these cases is interpreted to mean any correlation between pathological evidence and the accident cause factor. 67. What should be used for requests for headstones or markers for placement in private cemeteries or memorial markers for placement in private or national cemeteries? VA 40-1330 The Veterans Administration has responsibility for the procurement and provision of headstones or markers for any person buried in a national or post-cemetery, eligible military members who died while on active duty and are buried in a non-government cemetery, and any veteran who served in the military service and was honorably discharged. Requests for headstones or markers for placement in private cemeteries or memorial markers for placement in private or national cemeteries should be submitted on VA 40-1330, Application for Standard Government Headstone or Marker, to the Monument Service, 42, Veterans Administration, 810 Vermont Avenue, Northwest, Washington, D.C., 20420, Appendix M. When remains are interred in a national cemetery, paragraph 14-3A is applicable. 68. What should be used to obtain a commercial air or rail transportation for remains? GTR. Use a government transportation request to obtain commercial air or rail transportation for remains. A separate GTR will be issued for an escort accompanying remains. 69. What will be added as an information addressee for accidental deaths? Naval Safety Center. Naval Safety Center, Norfolk, Virginia, for accidental deaths. 70. What will be added as an information addressee for death of dependents of Navy members in an active duty status? Comnav Milperscom. Information addressees 1. Comnav Milperscom for death of dependents of Navy members in an active duty status. 71. What will provide for the transportation required in accompanying remains and for return to place designated in orders? GTR. In coordination with the appropriate personnel support detachment office, arrangements for furnishing escorts are a responsibility of the activity arranging transportation of remains or cremains. Coordination with the last duty station of the deceased is encouraged. A government transportation request, separate from the one issued for the remains, will be issued for transportation of the escort. The GTR will provide for transportation required in accompanying remains and for return to place designated in orders, usually the escort's last duty station. 72. When remains are transferred from an overseas activity to a continental United States point of entry, how many signed copies of the DD Form 2064 must accompany the remains? 3. 73. When the identity of remains is not known, such remains will only be treated with what ratio of solution of a commercially accepted cavity fluid? 1 to 3. When the identity of remains is not known, such remains will be treated only with a 1 to 3 solution of a commercially accepted cavity fluid. When identification has been accomplished and final identification conclusions reached, preparation will be completed. 74. 
Which branch has jurisdiction over Arlington National Cemetery? Army. Arlington National Cemetery is under the jurisdiction of the Department of the Army. Inquiries should be directed to the Superintendent, Arlington National Cemetery, Arlington, Virginia, 22211, telephone 202-695-3250 or 3253. 75. Which branch will always provide the flag for eligible members of the NOAA? Navy. When the deceased was a member of or was the responsibility of one of the other services listed in paragraph 15-1A, the appropriate authorities of that service will determine whether the decedent is eligible for disposition at government expense, advise the naval activity what services, transportation, and supplies are desired, correspond and otherwise contact relatives, obtain disposition instructions, and furnish same to the naval activity, provide escort, and, unless considered impractical, provide necessary clothing, insignia, and flag. If impractical, the naval activity should furnish these on request. The one exception is that the Navy will always provide the flag for eligible members of NOAA. 76. Which form is provided to the primary next of kin to claim either reimbursement or payment for primary, transportation, and secondary expenses when government services were not used? DD-1375. DD-1375, Request for Payment of Funeral and or Interment Expenses, Appendix G, is provided to the PNOK or PNOK's designee to claim either reimbursement or payment for primary, transportation, and secondary expenses when government services were not used. 77. Which form must be completed by the escort after returning back to either the shipping command or to the parent organization concerning duties performed? MED 5360-14 Upon reporting back to either the shipping command or to the parent organization, each naval escort will prepare a MED 5360-14 escort of deceased naval personnel concerning the duties performed. If there were no unusual or controversial occurrences, the escort's countersignature on the receiving funeral director's letter report required in paragraph 107A2D and shown in Appendix T, will fulfill the requirements of a MED 5360.14. 78. Which form must be submitted when services or supplies are obtained from commercial sources for Navy morticians or for supplies drawn from naval sources for care of deceased Army or Air Force members? MED 5360-3. When services or supplies are obtained from commercial sources for their care, a report of dispositions and expenditures, remains of dead, MED 5360-3, will be submitted. 79. Which form must be used for positive identification of all remains? DD 565. Regardless of location, mode of death, or number of persons involved, positive identification of all remains is required. A minimum of two statements of recognition of deceased, DD-565, Appendix H, substantiated by dental or fingerprint comparison, both on intact remains, will support identification requirements. Forward these items inside transfer cases with remains to POEs. 80. Which form should be prepared for remains of dependents of active duty members, dependents of civilians paid from appropriate fund, and for other individuals authorized to receive services on a reimbursable basis? DD-2065 
Prepare a DD-2065, Disposition of Remains, Reimbursable Basis, Appendix Q refers, for remains of dependents of active duty members, dependents of civilians paid from appropriated funds, and for other individuals authorized to receive services on a reimbursable basis. Check options 1, 2, or 3 concerning arrangements desired by PNOK in the disposition of remains. Distribute copies as indicated in the heading. 81. Which form should be prepared in each instance of death occurring within the 48 contiguous United States in which the decedent affairs officer or designee obtained supplies and services on a contractual basis in coordination with the contract mortician, including one-time contracts? DD-2063. Prepare a DD-2063, Record of Preparation and Disposition of Remains, Appendix P, in each instance of death occurring within the 48 contiguous United States, in which the decedent affairs officer or designee obtained supplies and services on a contractual basis in coordination with the contract mortician, including one-time contracts. 82. Which form should be used during identification to locate and record in detail the location and description of scars, tattoos, birthmarks, and other identifying markings. DD-893. Examine remains, locate and record in detail on a DD-893 the location and description of scars, tattoos, birthmarks, and other identifying markings. 83. Which form should be used to record prints of all fingers? DD-894. Record prints of all fingers on DD-894, Record of Identification Processing, Fingerprint Chart, whenever possible. Local authorities may help in obtaining and comparing legible fingerprints. Coordinate with MedCom 332 at number listed in paragraph 4-3b, Arrangements for Submitting Fingerprints Charts to the Federal Bureau of Investigation, Washington, D.C., for confirmation of identity. 84. Which form will be forwarded to the primary next of kin when remains of a deceased Air Force member are prepared and encased or an interment allowance is paid by the Navy? DD-1375 When remains of a deceased Air Force member are prepared and encased or an interment allowance is paid by the Navy, DD-1375 Request for payment of funeral and or internment expenses will be forwarded to the PNOK and Block 2, Part 1, will be completed to show that the claim is being sent to the OMA-NH Appendix F, servicing the area in which the member is buried. Forward a copy of documents to the headquarters activity listed in paragraph 15.1b.2. The OMA-NH will adjudicate and charge Air Force funds. 85. Which form will be submitted in duplicate to ComNav MedCom in each instance of burial in a naval plot or cemetery? Med 5360-1 In each instance of burial in a naval plot or cemetery, Med 5360-1, Report of Burial in Navy Cemeteries or Plots, will be submitted in duplicate to ComNav MedCom, MedCom 332. The report, in letter format, will include the name, status, and religion of the deceased, date of birth, date of death, date of burial, grave, row, and plot number, names of the individuals interred in graves to the right and left, and type of marker desired. 86. Which form will be used to report any discrepancies in preservation by an overseas activity? DD-2062. Any discrepancies in preservation by an overseas activity will be reported to ComNav MedCom 
MEDCOM 332, on DD-2062, Record of Preparation and Disposition of Remains Outside Continental United States. 87. Which fund will be charged if a complete and presentable uniform is not among the personal effects of the deceased person and must be purchased? DAP, Delta Alpha Papa. If a complete and presentable uniform is not among the personal effects of the deceased person, purchase necessary uniform items specified above from the Navy Retail Clothing Store, Navy Exchange Uniform Shop, Marine Corps Clothing Store, or commercial sources when not otherwise available. Insignia, devices, badges, and decorations for officers and enlisted may be purchased either from the base exchange or from commercial sources. White gloves may be obtained for damaged hands. All purchases will be charged to DAP funds. 88. Which instruction carries out the Department of the Navy's Decedent Affairs Program? NAVMED COM Instruction 5360.1 To carry out the Department of the Navy's Decedent Affairs Program, this instruction is a complete revision and should be read in its entirety. 89. Which instruction contains notification instructions for Deceased Security Assistance Training Program and Foreign Military Sales Personnel? OPNAV Instruction 4950.1 Hotel OPNAV Instruction 4950.1 Hotel contains notification instructions for Deceased Security Assistance Training Program and Foreign Military Sales Personnel. Notification for other foreign nationals at a naval activity, when appropriate, and if the PNOK is in the vicinity, will be made only by the naval activity. The notification to the foreign country of the decedent should state whether the PNOK has been notified. 90. Which instruction should be followed when disposing of organs removed during an autopsy? NAVMED COM Instruction 5360.3 When a medical examination of remains is required or requested, identification specialists will coordinate the accomplishment thereof subsequent to or simultaneous with the identification processing. This will preclude delay and ensure that methods of identification may be included in the autopsy protocol. Follow NAVMED COM Instruction 5360.3 in disposing of organs removed during an autopsy. 91. Which message precedents must be assigned to Decedent Affairs Death Reports to COMNAVMEDCOM, Washington, D.C.? Priority. Transmit Decedent Affairs Death Reports, MED 5360-11, MIN considered, required by paragraphs 3-2b, c, and d, by priority precedence message to COMNAV MEDCOM, Washington, D.C. 92. Which Navy regulation articles contains instructions relating to military honors for interment in national cemeteries? 1088, 1089, and 1090. Instructions relating to honors are contained in the following. 1. Navy a. Millpersman 421-0240, 421-0280, and 421-0290. b. Navregs, Articles 1088, 1089, and 1090. c. Navpers 15555 Alpha, Naval Military Funerals. 2. Marine Corps, Alpha, Marcor Kasprockman, b. Marine Corps Drill and Ceremonies Manual, NAV MC 2691, Chapter 19, 
C. Navrags, Articles 1088, 1089, and 1090. 93. Which program encompasses casualty reporting, casualty notification, and administration of the program that provides for travel of Navy family members to burial sites? CACP, Charlie Alpha, Charlie Papa. The ComNav Milperscom has responsibility for administration of the Navy Casualty Assistance Calls Program, as published in NAVMIL PERS COM Instruction 1770.1. That program encompasses casualty reporting, casualty notification, and administration of the program that provides for travel of Navy family members to burial sites. 94. Which program is a combination of the Current Death Program and the Graves Registration Program? Concurrent Return Program 1. This program, a combination of the Current Death Program and Graves Registration Program, may be activated during emergencies or major military operations when conditions and capabilities permit. It begins with the initial phase of the Graves Registration Program that provides for search, recovery, and evacuation of remains to a processing point. It ends with the Current Death Program that provides for identification and preparation of remains in a mortuary, Central Identification Laboratory, and shipment for permanent disposition to final destination as directed by the PNOK. The concurrent return program may be phased into either the current death program or graves registration program as the situation dictates. 95. Which program provides for permanent disposition of remains of those persons buried in temporary cemeteries who could not be evacuated under the concurrent return program? Return of Remains Program. The Return of Remains program can only be activated upon enactment of special legislation. This program provides for permanent disposition of remains of those persons buried in temporary cemeteries who could not be evacuated under the concurrent return program. The special legislation could authorize the establishment of one or more permanent American cemeteries in the overseas area, thereby giving the PNOK the option of having the remains buried therein or shipped to another place of the PNOK's choosing. Within Navy, the Commander, Naval Medical Command, ComNav Medcom, will advise field activities of the activation of a Return of Remains program. 96. Which program provides for the preparation, casketing, and inspection of remains? Current Death Program. The Current Death Program provides for the preparation, casketing, includes provision of clothing, and inspection of remains this insignia, and other required items. 97. Which program provides for the search, recovery, evacuation, initial identification, disposition of personal effects found with each deceased, and burial of eligible deceased persons in temporary cemeteries? Graves Registration Program, Golf Romeo. The Graves Registration Program provides for the search, recovery, evacuation to a temporary cemetery or mortuary, initial identification, disposition of personal effects found with each deceased, and burial of eligible deceased persons in temporary cemeteries. This program is only operational when authorized by the responsible commander during major military operations. When necessary, GR includes the establishment and maintenance of temporary burial sites. Operational details incident to graves registration procedures are contained in Marine Corps publication Foxtrot Mike, Foxtrot Mike, 4-8, Notol. 98. Which program provides for the search, recovery, identification, care, and disposition of remains of deceased persons for whom the Department of the Navy is responsible? 
Decedent Affairs Program, Delta Alpha Papa. The Decedent Affairs Program provides for search, recovery, identification, care, and disposition of remains of deceased persons for whom the Department of the Navy is responsible. 99. Which publication contains operational details incident to graves registration procedures? Foxtrot Mike, Foxtrot Mike, 4-8. Note all. The Graves Registration Program provides for the search, recovery, evacuation to a temporary cemetery or mortuary, initial identification, disposition of personal effects found with each deceased, and burial of eligible deceased persons in temporary cemeteries. This program is only operational when authorized by the responsible commander during major military operations. When necessary, GR includes the establishment and maintenance of temporary burial sites. Operational details incident to graves registration procedures are contained in Marine Corps publication Foxtrot Mike, Foxtrot Mike, 4-8, note all. 100. Which publication contains the procedures for when the graves registration program must be started? Foxtrot Mike, Foxtrot Mike, 4-8. The area commander determines when the graves registration program must be started. When GR becomes necessary, the procedures in FMFM 4-8 note all. 101. Which publication provides procedures and policies applicable to autopsies for active duty members? NAVMED Publication 5065. NAVMED Publication 5065, Autopsy Manual, provides procedures and policies applicable to autopsies for active duty members. 102. Which publication requires the convening of an administrative fact-finding body when remains must be searched for, recovered, and identified, usually as a result from an incidence of violence such as an aircraft accident, fire, explosion, or natural disaster? Jagman. The manual of the Judge Advocate General, Jagman, requires the convening of an administrative fact-finding body when incidents of this nature occur. Responsibility is usually delegated to the naval activity at or nearest the scene of disaster with necessary capabilities. In establishing identification of remains, the physical conduct of search and recovery operations is part of the fact-finding body's functions, with technical aid furnished by appropriate medical authorities. 103. Which publication should be of help in instructing an escort? NAVPERS 15955 Foxtrot 104. Which term is used in connection with the release of naval messages to be transmitted by electrical means? Minimize considered. Min considered. Minimize considered, a term used in connection with the release of naval messages to be transmitted by electrical means. 105. Which type of casket is required to accomplish cosmetizing, dressing, and wrapping of remains to be transported outside the 48 contiguous United States? Sealer. To accomplish cosmetizing, dressing, and wrapping of remains to be transported outside the 48 contiguous United States, a sealer-type casket is required. Arrange transportation for remains and, if appropriate, the escort to the port of debarkation for accomplishment of inspection, reconditioning, and further transfer to the overseas POE in the locality designated by the PNOK. Upon arrival at the overseas POE, approved transportation may be arranged via common carrier directly to the location of the consignee. 106. Which type of expenses are incurred in connection with recovery, preparation, and encasement of remains? Primary. Primary expenses. Expenses incurred in connection with recovery, preparation, and encasement of remains 
including, but not limited to, expenses incurred for recovery, removal, embalming, casket, shipping container, cremation, urn, clothing, and delivery of remains to a common carrier terminal. 107. Which type of expenses are incurred in connection with the funeral and burial of remains? Secondary. Secondary expenses. Expenses incurred in connection with the funeral and burial of remains, including but not limited to those incurred for transportation, local, of relatives to the cemetery, single gravesite, vault, funeral director's services, clergyman's services, opening and closing grave, floral tribute, and obituary notices. 108. Which type of services refer to all the necessary supplies and services required for the removal, preservation, clothing, casketing, cremation, and inurement of the remains of individuals eligible for DAP benefits? Mortuary. Mortuary services refer to all necessary supplies and services required in the removal, preservation, clothing, casketing, cremation, and inurement of the remains of individuals eligible for DAP benefits. 109. Who administers the Marine Corps Casualty Assistance Calls Program? CMC, Charlie Mike Charlie. As outlined in Marcor Casprockman, MCO, Papa 3040.4, Notal, the Commandant of the Marine Corps administers the Marine Corps CACP. 110. Who administers the Navy Casualty Assistance Calls Program? Comnav Milperscom. The Commander, Naval Military Personnel Command, administers the Navy CACP, acting for the Chief of Naval Personnel. 111. Who directs the disposition of unidentified remains? Comnav Medcom. When positive identification has been made, anatomically complete remains may be released or preservation and shipment to the destination designated by the PNOK. All documents, including DD-2064, Certificate of Death Overseas, Appendix S, refers, Civil Death Certificate, if available, Medical and Dental Records, Identification Processing Papers, and Preliminary Conclusions will be shipped inside the transfer case with remains. All other remains, including those unidentified and those identified but semi-complete, will be separately wrapped and placed in a sufficient number of transfer cases. Arrange transportation to the appropriate U.S. POE where an identification specialist will intercept and reprocess remains as required. Omnav Medcom will establish final conclusions and take action required to affect final disposition of all such remains. 112. Who exercises technical direction of most naval plots and cemeteries throughout the world? Comnav Medcom. The Commander, Naval Medical Command, Washington, D.C., 20372-5120, exercises technical direction of naval plots and cemeteries throughout the world, except for the Naval Academy Cemetery, Annapolis, Maryland, the Old Post Cemetery, Fort Adams, Newport, Rhode Island, and plots and cemeteries on Guam. 113. Who has jurisdiction of national cemeteries, with few exceptions? Chief Memorial Affairs Director. Except for Arlington National Cemetery and the exceptions noted in paragraph 12-9, national cemeteries are under the jurisdiction of the Chief Memorial Affairs Director, Department of Memorial Affairs, Veterans Administration, Washington, D.C., 20420. See paragraph 12-3 regarding application for burial in a national cemetery. 114. 
who has sole responsibility for furnishing the primary next of kin and secondary next of kin with information on the transportation of cremains. CACO, Charlie Alpha, Charlie Oscar. The CACO, after coordinating with the POE activity, has sole responsibility for furnishing the PNOK and SNOK information on the transportation of cremains. 115. Who in the Navy is responsible for advising field activities of the activation of a Return of Remains program? ComNav MedCom. The Return of Remains program can only be activated upon enactment of special legislation. This program provides for permanent disposition of remains of those persons buried in temporary cemeteries who could not be evacuated under the concurrent return program. The special legislation could authorize the establishment of one or more permanent American cemeteries in the overseas area, thereby giving the PNOK the option of having the remains buried therein or shipped to another place of the PNOK's choosing. Within Navy, the Commander, Naval Medical Command, ComNav MedCom, will advise field activities of the activation of a Return of Remains program. 116. Who is responsible for collection actions relative to decedent affairs services furnished on behalf of other government agencies? ComNav MedCom. ComNav MedCom is responsible for collection actions relative to decedent affairs services furnished on behalf of other government agencies. The activity initially charging DAP funds will report costs of services and supplies to ComNav MedCom, MedCom 332. Reporting in quadruplicate will be made on DD-1149, Requisition and Invoice, Shipping Document, or MED-5360-8, Costs of Services and Supplies, as appropriate. 117. Who is responsible for expediting arrangements for transportation of deceased personnel to the destination and for ensuring that required timely inspections are made? DAO, Delta Alpha Oscar. The DAO is responsible for expediting arrangements for transportation of deceased personnel to destination and for ensuring that required timely inspections are made. This responsibility includes appropriate arrangements for availability at all times, including Saturdays, Sundays, and holidays, of personnel qualified to perform inspections of services and supplies. Use the reverse of DD-2062 or DD-2063 as a checklist guide for inspection of remains and casket. 118. Who is responsible for helping authorized travelers in preparation and submission of requests for reimbursement of authorized expenses? CACO, Charlie Alpha, Charlie Oscar. CACOs will help authorized travelers in preparation and submission of requests for reimbursement of authorized expenses. Reimbursement requests must be filed using DD-1351-2 Travel Voucher or Sub-Voucher. 119. Who is responsible for helping the primary next of kin with problems surrounding the death and providing information on disposition of remains? CACO, Charlie Alpha, Charlie Oscar. Casualty Assistance Calls Program Manual. The Casualty Assistance Calls Officer helps the PNOK and SNOK with problems surrounding the death and provides information on such matters as a. Disposition of remains, b. Death gratuity and unpaid pay and allowances, c. Personal effects of deceased. 120. Who is responsible for notifying the primary next of kin when an individual dies while hospitalized in a naval medical facility or other government hospital 
and the PNOK has been provided progress reports on the patient's condition and prognosis. Hospitals Commanding Officer When an individual enumerated in paragraphs 3-8A through 3-8F dies while hospitalized in a naval medical facility or other government hospital, and the PNOK has been provided progress reports on the patient's condition and prognosis, the hospital's CO is responsible for notification of the PNOK. 121. Who is the only authorized individual to interact with the primary next of kin on transportation matters? CACO, Charlie Alpha Charlie Oscar. The Casualty Assistance Calls Officer is the only individual authorized to interact with the PNOK on transportation matters. 122. Who makes at-sea disposition determinations when it becomes necessary to suspend the current death program in a war or major military operation? Area Commander. The CNO has concurred in the continued coordination required to accomplish burials at sea during peacetime. In a war or major military operation, the Area Commander makes at-sea disposition determinations when it becomes necessary to suspend the current death program. Conduct at sea dispositions following the provisions of Articles 1089 through 1094 of U.S. Navy Regulations. 123. Who must approve one way first class air travel when coach class accommodations are not available and a delay in delivery of remains would affect prior commitments? Comnav Medcom. Under normal circumstances, round trip coach class accommodations are authorized for escorts. Routine use of first-class air travel for escorts is not authorized. When coach-class accommodations are not available and a delay in delivery of remains would affect prior commitments, authorization for one-way first-class air travel may be requested from Comnav Medcom. 124. Who must be satisfied that identification is established beyond any question of doubt for remains to be considered identified? Commanding Officer. Remains may be considered identified when the commanding officer is satisfied that identification is established beyond any question of doubt and documented accordingly. 125. Who ruled that federal funds cannot be expended for the purpose of reimbursing public officials for services rendered or for expenses incurred in the performance of their official duties when such duties are performed per a requirement imposed by state or local law? Comptroller General of the United States. The Comptroller General of the United States has ruled that federal funds cannot be expended for the purpose of reimbursing public officials for services rendered or for expenses incurred in the performance of their official duties when such duties are performed per a requirement imposed by state or local law. Accordingly, the cost of autopsies ordered by local civil authorities, regardless of reason for ordering, is not chargeable to federal appropriations. However, Removal expenses, the cost of removing a body from the place of death and keeping it until released to the entity responsible for disposition, may be chargeable as a DAP expense. 126. Who serves as the person who directs all activities having to do with the deceased? PADD, Papa Alpha Delta Delta. Under this program, remains are shipped to a place designated by the primary next of kin, also known as the person authorized direct disposition such as a spouse or parents, for permanent disposition. The PADD serves as the person who directs all activities having to do with the deceased. The decedent's personal effects will be shipped to the legal recipient. 127. 
Who should be designated when large numbers of remains are involved prior to the start of identification processing operations? Control Officer When large numbers of remains are involved, designate a control officer prior to the start of identification processing operations. The control officer should control and maintain records on remains flowing from the temporary storage area to the processing area and, after identification requirements are satisfied, to the designated funeral director for preservation. All medical and dental records and other administrative documents should be under the sole control of this officer. 128. Who should the primary next of kin's questions concerning circumstances of death, cause of death, return of personal effects, and entitlement to other benefits be referred to? CACO, Charlie Alpha, Charlie Oscar. Refer the PNOK's questions concerning circumstances of death, cause of death, return of personal effects, and entitlement to other benefits to the CACO for the PNOK. 129. Within how many days after completion of travel should CACOs help each authorized traveler to complete their travel claim on a DD-1351-2? 5. Within five days after completion of travel, CACOs will help each authorized traveler in completing and submitting a travel claim on a DD-1351-2 travel voucher or sub-voucher. 130. Within how many hours after it is determined that a casualty has occurred, must a casualty report be submitted in accordance with Milpersman 1770-030, Personal Casualty Report Procedures. 4. Within four hours after it is determined that a casualty has occurred, submit a casualty report in accordance with Milpersman 1770-030, Personal Casualty Report Procedures. 131. Within how many hours of a casualty are COs required to write a letter to the appropriate NOK? 48. COs are required to write a letter to the appropriate NOK within 48 hours of a casualty. The letter? in addition to expressions of condolence, should contain appropriate details of how the casualty died unless the cause is under investigation, that is, suicide. No details should be included that are likely to distress the NOK. That concludes this topic. Thank you for listening. Test your knowledge online at NavyBMR.com.